number one independent podcast company bringing you bomb. Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. That's right. We've been doing this shit for about five years now before. It was cool to have socially conscious stuff. What was cool to say black blank matters. We was doing this. We was doing this in the eye of the evil empire, and then we did it independent because we knew the streets needed it. I'm joined, as always, by Big Jerv, Black Trey, uh, Big Waz will be joining us in a, in a moment. We also got Rob Lopez producing, as always. Uh, got a lot of topics to get into, as always. We got John Brown. It's starting to heat up. It's starting to heat up. We got a new show called Seduce that's on Stars. That, needless to say, this might be a new favorite. Uh, we also, obviously, we're going to talk about the end of the world that's going to happen for us tomorrow, for you when you're listening, probably tonight. But first, I want to go to the streets of Philadelphia, Jerv's hometown, where apparently the purge has been enacted. Uh, Jerv, can you give us the situation from the street? So ever since that night, it's been like crazy. Um, there's been just like multiple streets just burnt down cop cars burnt or i'm sorry not cop cars excuse me cars i don't, I don't want to i don't want to say cop cars it might not have been that uh I, I i've gone past these places and i've seen them with my own eyes but then uh you know i'm an individual that that throughout his life has thrived off of things falling off a of back of truck sometimes or the man's coming in to the barber shop with with the with the Beats headphones or whatever the case may be, and I don't really ask too many questions, so I follow a couple of things on Instagram, and this has been kind of crazy. Like I'm I'm watching them like uh, hook up the 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 uh, like the location where they're going to basically loot one night, and then the next night they pick another location, and then for Halloween they said it was about to be purge time. Um, I mean, I've heard people multiple times riding around with the purge, uh, with whatever that, that, that sound is, the, uh, like, I, like I've heard it. Right. So like, it's, it's funny, but then it's not funny. Make that sound one more time. Because, uh, right. Like, ain't that how it roll? <laughs> but like, it's funny, right? Because it's funny at first. But then with it with it being this year and how like shit really is and how crazy it is, it's not that funny because in other years I'd be like, oh, all right, we're just joking around. But for some reason this year, it's like, right, could it happen, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, could it happen? It's not some my man. Yeah, no, my, my man was, I was just talking to my man yesterday and he said that he was in, um, he goes to the gun range and he said at his gun range, he saw basically a Greyhound bus of the Proud Boys pull up. Like no, not hiding it. It's, it's known, and it's just it's it's crazy. Like I, I I've never thought I see anything like this. Philly is is wild right now, um, and then everyone's here today. Like it, I mean, it's it's almost like they we're we're so we're so important, which I understand. It's like anything can happen here. I I don't know what's about to happen here. So I feel like, man, this might be famous last words. I don't. I'm not totally sold that things are gonna pop off. I really don't. You think? I don't think it's gonna. You think be, it's just gonna be normal? I think. Business I mean, there's as gonna usual, be some. Bro. There's gonna All be that some board fight. Up shit some, is for extra. Yeah, I, like I. A lot like, of people the, gonna get the battery in their back. Sorry, I me. Mean, I'm just. No, I, go ahead. Yeah. 
I don't remember what happened around 2016. I don't even know if I was paying attention or not like that. I remember voting and it was whatever. You know what I mean? It was like, well, Hillary lost. Let's get back to whatever we had to do. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm going through my timeline. I'm seeing people that's like, like going to be saying that they're going to be crying, that they're going to be dealing with some stuff and like, you know, go get a gun and stuff. I just don't see all our civil war or race war happening Wednesday or Thursday or Friday. I just don't. I mean, I will be disappointed if there's a different result, but I just don't see the uproar of like a light switch of like anarchy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's what I mean. I don't think it's going to be anarchy. I don't know who's going to win. I hope it's the result that we want. It may not be. I've, I prepared myself way more mentally this time than I did four years ago. Four years ago, I was like, oh, there's no chance. Until that night, and I was like, fuck, this is actually happening, right? Now I'm kind of like, yeah, that motherfucker might win. And you just kind of like, but I'm more mentally prepared, I think, for that eventuality. But this idea that people are going to take to the streets and, I mean, I think there are going to be some riots, some kind of like skirmishes here and there, but like an all-out, people are making it seem it's going to be an all-out kind of, like you said, like a race war. I just don't think it's going to happen, man. All these, I think a lot of these uh, Trump supporters, these MAGA people who out here in trucks waving flags and pulling people over and stuff like that, I think they're the minority, man. I think they're loud because they're scared. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. I mean, I, I can definitely see, I understand that they are the minority, but it doesn't take much for, it. like, any other year, any other time, I would be 100% with y'all. But it's, it's that everything that we've seen over these last, I mean, over these last couple years, and then just highlighted in these last few months, and just how tense everything appears to be, while I hope that you two are correct, I would not... My, my, I guess my question would be, would you be completely shocked if you saw something? I know you don't think it is, but would you be shocked if you saw not? I'm not saying like a, a civil war or anything like that, but let's just say you like riots or something. Not 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 on Wednesday, but like whenever I mean, we get the final vote. Wow, bro. I don't expect nothing. We got an albino turtle, turtle walking around this motherfucker at this point. I did like, see that. You know, I thought it was a, a mango with legs, but <laughs> at the end of the day. If it happens, that would be embarrassing because America is ghetto. Um, <laughs> but ideally, I just don't see it happening. I do, uh, you know, I, I do think that certain powers will will feel entitled and just know that, you know, if somebody stepped to me in a different way, then, you know, I'm going to have to protect myself. And now I hope everybody else protect themselves. But. Again, I just don't see everybody just doing some crazy, crazy, crazy shit. Um, I think it's going to be one of those dramatic situations, though, where everybody's glued to the TV and we still don't find out the results till like Friday just because we got like record breaking votes of people that's finally getting the chance to vote, you know, things of that nature. And for the people that can't vote, you know, like it is what it is, you know, like. So be it. You know what I mean? Like, this is the first time we've actually got to an election where, you know, even, 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 like, even, um, business owners and stuff like that have gotten dramatic to board up shit. Like, this is the year to burn the fucking entire city down. Like, I, I just don't, I don't understand that. Like, I don't, I don't see it. I think it's, it's, it's highly, 
Dude, she's really embarrassing, dog. <laughs> you no, know, I don't, I don't see it as I don't see it as riding in the wall. I mean, kind of similar to like you know the Breonna Taylor hearing where they were preparing, like, oh, we're gonna do all this. I don't see it as a tip off, but it's just kind of like, but it's Trey, interesting. You, you feel like you feel like the violence is gonna come from people who are mad that uh, that Trump wins. I think it's the opposite. I think, I think it's I, complete I, opposite. No, I yeah. think it's complete opposite. You know, I think I think shit. But also, if he didn't win, I think they're gonna have to go get the police to carry his ass up out of there. Cause he ain't gonna he ain't gonna take no L quietly for sure. I I, I mean I think but it all depends on the L. Obviously, the closer it is, the more of an opportunity for fuckery. But I think if it's an ass whooping, then ain't ain't shit he can do, man. Like there the real like there's shit in the Constitution that's just like yo, you wanna take your ass out of here, like. At that point, the arms of the government, they're at that point you become I'm an just enemy. I just want to see state. some white tears, bro. See it. <laughs> I just want to see some white tears, man. And if the white tears don't flow, then it's cool. Whatever. But all them people, that 98 motherfucking mile uh rally and all this other stuff that's going on, bro. Like it's just too they too extra law for me, bro. I just I just really just like this, like the sound of defeat on the other end, but then also I'm not going to be like crying if it was like a bad result. You feel me? Like I don't see like if it was a movie. In a movie, you know how it's like it cuts to the scene and like niggas is like down bad immediately. Like shit is just all fucked up. You know what I mean? Like the streets <laughs> is on fire. People are crying, screaming. People are getting murdered. Like total anarchy. Like nah. Only thing he's gonna do is. Open shit up and fuck shit up even more. That's it. It's just gonna be just all bad. You feel me? All that traveling gonna be out because everybody else not gonna be rolling with us. You know, and we just gotta <laughs> prep for like, <laughs> nah, for real. All that shit is tapped. All that I'm going to Paris and all. Listen, that no, shit. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Out. Four years ago, people were saying I'm moving to Canada. Now Canada ain't gonna take your COVID ass. <laughs> nah, hey, no, listen, no country, no country's fucking with us after this. Stuck, like man. if he gets it done. We're just going to have to just, you know, obviously all those people that did all the hooting and hollering about open up the schools, open up the jobs, open up all this shit. Cool. He going to open up all this shit. Niggas going to be, that shit going to be natural selection for sure with COVID. And it's sad because it's like, what's more important right now? You feel me? Like how many people have to die? You know what I mean? Like he had the nerve to say that you won't get no holidays or you won't get this. If, if Joe Biden becomes the president and it's like family, this shit happening on your watch right, right now. All this shit that right. you're seeing. The funniest you know, thing is you, he talks like he's running against the president. Right? Yeah, like He's playing underdog, bro. Like if you hate <laughs> da, 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 if you hate this shit, I'm like, nigga, this shit. It's like being a Lakers fan, bro. Right, that's exactly you. <laughs> That's, a thing. <laughs> That's all it is, bro. I ain't trying to say Lakers fans are Trump supporters, but it's like being right. a Lakers fan. It's like y'all said that we wasn't gonna win. It's like, bro, you. What are you talking got about? LeBron and AD, nigga. <laughs> You're president already, right. bro. But like the whole thing about like Joe Biden is gonna have y'all doing this and that. I'm like, nigga, you doing this? We're, we're, coronavirus is like, yo, it's you. That's your fault. That's not his fault. Well, you know how the game go, though, bro. You inherit whatever it is, and then they try to say that you ain't did shit. Same thing how they did Barry O. You yeah, feel me? Man. For the two terms, like, oh, nigga, it was yo. He'd be like, yo, that was Bush. Nah, nigga, it was him. It was like, okay. 
Now Trump got some shit and be like, yeah, he could say a little bit about Obama, but like, nigga, yo, yo, he did he did more good than bad. We're joined now by uh, our bomb political expert, uh, Waz Nilambre. I can't even call you Big Waz. Waz, the, the topic of conversation is. <laughs> Do you really think sectarian violence is about to break out all across the country tomorrow night? No, I don't. I think what you're seeing with those Trump homies is they I think they have a feeling that it's it's coming to an end. And so they want to get out and have some type of party and recognition while 45 is still technically the president. That's what I think is happening when you see all of the the flag waving and the craziness that you see people doing. I have a couple of homies who just are more paranoidly inclined. And so they're kind of worried about that. But me personally, do I think that like they're going to hit the streets because he lost? I, I just have a hard time believing that. I think it's just all intimidation, man. It's projection when you see them doing all right. this stuff. I mean, that's kind of my, my stance is they won last time and they didn't do any of that stuff or not as much. Now they're going super hard. I'm like, I don't know. Like that, that to me feels it has a tinge of desperation. But ultimately, I think it's a lot of puffery. It's fake. It's, 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 you know, the type loud as a motorbike, but wouldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight. That's what's happening. That's the vibe I get. And I'm not saying that saying, oh, he's about to get his ass. He might win. I don't know. But I'm just saying, I don't think these people are really going to be out here with rifles and stuff, especially when you consider like, a lot of the votes already been cast, man. Like you talk about the state of Texas had the most votes by any state in the history of the election, and election day ain't even here yet. Like they they hit that mark two days before election day. So it, I feel like what's going to happen tomorrow, as we record, obviously later tonight for those listening, as this episode drops, I think it's got a little rah 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 rah, rah. but I think we're going to get a conclusive answer one way or another, who wins this election fairly quickly. I don't think it's going to drag, and I don't think it's it's definitely, I don't think it's going to be the purge out here. But I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, Waz, do you, do you want to do, you wanna do uh, political, uh, uh, what's it called, forecasting here? Yeah, I think, I, I just, I just think, that he's going to lose in the sense that in because like, you know, white people, well, to do white people is just like, this is ugly. This is just I, I just don't yeah. I, this is ugly. Like, I can't I can't support you and still be as hoity toity as I like to be um, <laughs> and, and feel like I, I won't get as much judgment. And I think that's why he's going to lose, not because he's so horrible at his job and incompetent. He's just so beyond the pale that a certain type of white person has even been like, all right, this is, I can't abide by this. That's what I think it is. And I do think the turnout amongst, you know, people who didn't come out for Hillary because they just assumed she had it in a bag and she doesn't excite them in a way that they wanted to get hyped about casting a vote for her. Um, I think more people are going to come out this election that didn't come out the last time. But it's just, you know, it's just a combination of forces just conspired against him. Like, one, he's terrible. And two, a pandemic happened and he handled it in a way that people see as incompetent and it just hurt him. Yo, let me ask you this, Waz. Let me let me take it in a different direction here. What do you make of over the last week, you know, we've had several high profile black people throw their name in the in the MAGA ring. Late, latest of which is Trey's favorite rapper, Lil Tunchi. <laughs> 
Um, more desperation. That that like I I feel like a lot of this stuff you see out of Trump's let, campaign. Let me ask. Let me let me ask this question. Let I me, think let they got a check. That's let what I think happened. Yeah. Dwayne, my nigga, I hated. I had it to be him. You know I think Wayne but, got a check. I think he got paid for that. How big of a check does it have to be for you to publicly like? It's one thing to say like, yeah, I might vote for I Trump. Mean, like, I mean, I mean, it's Corona. It's Corona. This man hasn't been on a tour in how long, and that's how he sustains himself. I don't think it would take as big a check as you would think, just because you're like, shit. Wow. Wayne has sold how many records? Been on tour how many years? Done did all of this stuff. Man, he could use the check. And and think about it. Think about it like this. This is this is how I would want you to think about it. I mean, this dude during his last campaign used campaign funds to pay a whore $250,000. Okay? Right. So like there's no telling what they'll use the slush fund for. It doesn't surpri- it wouldn't surprise me if they used the slush fund to just bribe that's, people. Well, well, that's the other thing I was going to say. Are we sure <laughs> that the check cleared? <laughs> this motherfucker has a, has a track record for like okay I'll pay you this much and then not paying man he he left them people in the cold and I, what was it Iowa or somewhere he he got Everywhere. them all the way to Dude. some field and and left their ass the buses hey, never came pulling, back because they didn't I get mean, paid his it's hanger, crazy his hanger pull ups are crazy bro I was looking at his schedule his last little last minute schedule that he had to do where he's flying to these airport hangers and then speaking to these people and then sliding hit them over the deuce <laughs> them people out there catching hypothermia bro and, and the, the wild shit is like he's shitting on them right like he's like oh man you think I want to be here in the freezing cold like uh, he's telling you he hates your, where you live and where you from like in a way that's again we do that on this podcast but we're not running for office <laughs> right right he's exactly. always saying like yeah I do this shit all the time I'm not asking for your vote I can I can treat y'all like shit if you're in a fly so I mean I got another question bro what's up is it worth getting into it with a family member or friend over political view uh, it depends. It depends because I'll give you a great example. I'm in a group chat, a WhatsApp group chat with a bunch of people I went to school with in Sudan, right? So these are people I went to middle school pretty much with. And they post a lot of dumb shit in there, a lot of ignorant shit. And I just let it slide. I'm like, who cares? But every once in a while, I gotta I pull out the chopper and I let them know, you know, this is fucking dumb. So the other day, somebody posts a video and the video is of this dude, a conspiracy theorist dude, talking about vaccines. They're trying to vaccinate people to encourage them to use digital money and like do away with traditional <laughs> currency. And this is all part of like George Soros's plan. And da 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 da. And by the way, the dude, while he's saying this stuff, because it's it's just audio over like text on the video. It's like he's washing the dishes or he's washing his hands because you can hear the sink turn on and the water come out and it's splashing. <laughs> and so I thought about letting it slide. And then I was like, you know what, man? This is a big-ass group chat. There might be like 80 people in it. And nobody oh, wow. said shit. So I, I literally said, wait, did you watch this video and say to yourself, this guy's making some great points while he's doing the dishes or washing his hands or whatever. You thought something smart was being said here? Something so smart that you thought, I should share this. And I shit you not, man. I'm looking at the red buy, and I'm going to just scroll real quick for y'all to see it. I actually can't see it that well. Either way, it was read by almost everybody. Nobody said shit. (laughs) Nobody said shit except for one dude. One dude I went to school with, shout out to Kanak. He said, 
I think it was meant to be an ASMR piece involving dishes. And I laughed. I was like, that's funny. You know what I'm saying? But all these other people, they're just quiet. And now the reason why I get upset about it, like, I mean, these people from another country, you know, they won't know any better, whatever. These are people that were educated in one of the best private schools in Sudan. It's called Unity High School. It's Now it's, like, super expensive. When I went to school there, it was, it was affordable. But now it's, like, crazy expensive. And, and you got to pay in hard currency, in dollars or British pounds. Um, the people who graduate there that went to this, they all went to college in Europe. So it's not like they've been in a very insular society where, not like they're in the hood, right? Where all they know is people from the hood. So you just... It's easy to believe shit. Like, you've been out. You lived abroad. You went to good schools. You got good degrees. You uh, interacted with people from other cultures. You're supposed to know better. You're not like the milkman or, like, the lady that's selling tea on the side of the road. You're someone who's been exposed to more uh, kind of worldly views to know that this sounds... The guy's doing the dishes in the background. He wasn't even... He couldn't even be bothered to sit down and record his cockamamie goddamn uh, uh, little speech, like, in a nice, quiet setting. He, is it, <laughs> it reminds me of, like, when... <laughs> never mind. Bossing over real quick. I'm like, bro, like, yeah, man, like... just upset me so much that I felt the need I had to say something I had to say something because you can't and there's a worse part somebody I was telling the story to a friend of mine and she was like yo who was that I'm like I don't know some dude so I went back and I looked it up it was a girl who's a doctor a medical doctor you were a (laughs) medical doctor and you're saying this a medical doctor in Italy not even like in Sudan where you know maybe some bootleg ass doctor like no she is a medical doctor in Italy and she shared that shit. And I'm like, and her, by the way, she's half Russian, half Sudanese. And Because I know, I remember when she came to Unity, she didn't speak a lick of Arabic and she barely spoke English. So, like, she had to learn everything on the fly. So, like, you grew up most of your life, again, in another country with a whole different side of the family. And all of y'all just, you, everyone you interact with just fucking tolerates this, this nonsense? Like, come on, man. Why? Do y'all, what do y'all do? Why, I mean, most of the stuff I see that I, I disagree with or I find to be not up to snuff is is usually like apolitical stuff. It's usually shit like, man, no none of them people give a fuck about us type shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, some like you know, Democrats and Republicans or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like it's some like miscast. It's, it's definitely it's definitely turned into some gang activity. It's 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 just like a mischaracterization or a misunderstanding about how the system works, right? Like you know, uh, that's what I see mostly. I don't really see like you know <laughs> the, the the anti-vaxxer stuff. I got homies who are very, like I said, a couple of homies who are on the more paranoid end and are always gonna share like, look at these people in pickup trucks with Trump flags. Like you better get your gun license. You better yeah. go get a gat. You better blah 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 blah. Shout out you to know, Barry. Like I get, Shout I get, out to get Barry it. <laughs> right there, you go. 
But he's in ATL, so that's already yeah. legal. And they already had full arsenals, those people out there. Yeah. So that's the type of things that I see, but fortunately, in my, in my circles. But again, like, I avoid people who I think are absolutely ridiculous politically. You True. Know? Like, some Trey. people just feel disenfranchised and, and are apathetic about the whole system. But you know what? But that's the thing, Waz. Like, to me, it's never, to me, it's never like people who are in dire circumstances. Nah. <laughs> it's always like, yo, you went to college. You have, like, a white-collar <laughs> job. Why are you fucking ignorant? So, Trey, T.I. went on some show the other day and said, like, when it comes to COVID, it starts in the throat. So if you drink, like, hot tea... It kills it and it washes it down to the stomach Dangerous. where Dangerous. the stomach acid will kill it. And that's why he don't need to wear masks or be afraid. And I'm like, bro, like, because you wear glasses? Just listen. <laughs> just irresponsible, dangerous, just idiot, man. Like, at the end of the day, like, <clears throat> I'm not even on the whole cancel shit, right? My whole thing is just like, if you're just an idiot, you're just a damn idiot, man, at this point, bro. But it's also one of those scenarios of like, look, right? Everybody, Atlanta's the hot spot, apparently. Everybody's celebrating their birthdays there. People flying there. They know the clubs is going nuts. You can actually see the celebrities and all that shit. And it's like, am I supposed to have sympathy to those people that may if anything did happen, you feel I me? Mean? Because that stuff's never documented anymore. Like we've stopped getting reports on, oh man, such and such died of COVID. Like it's not even on that stuff anymore. It's kind of like, it's, it's, it's like when your cousin gangbangs and they lose their life and you're like, how did he die? It's like, well, he died doing what he loved. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, it's no, seriously, like, you know, in that situation where it's like, you, you, you hit him with the Lonzo Morning gift, like, well, the nigga was kind of active in the street, so <laughs> I, I can't really be too crazy. I mean, I can't say that my cousin was a saint. So when you think about people that are just willingly have to club, have to have these parties, have to do these things, right? It's a, it's by choice. It's by choice. You know what I'm saying? Same thing for Halloween. It's same thing for going out. You know what I mean? Where I, you know, seeing like I, I have been traveling, so I'm like, okay. I've kind of played that gamble with if I got it, that's my fault because I chose to get on the plane. Now, I've taken every precaution of being six feet away. I've wore a mask. And if I happen to contract it that way, then that was a choice I made because I still wanted to travel. Right. And I feel like the shaming has gotten out of hand on that part because everybody's just feeling like. You know, like, oh man, how dare you? Like, it was somebody that COVID, was pregnant. COVID dog. shaming is is always like, oh, it's, it's always like, terrible. Yo, why dog. is every like, yo, let them people take their own lives in, into their hands, man? Like, I think I think it gets to a point, was where if multiple people are affected, but I haven't met anybody <laughs> or I know personally that has basically had the bug and just lit out a whole fucking thing you know what i mean like i would never be irresponsible about your jerv i'm in philly and i'm out and i got covid and i go pull up on him and him and his daughter like i'm never gonna do no shit like that if i have it i'm gonna sit my ass down but like if i know that like i'm wearing a mask like nigga let's go to the park we're gonna sit six feet apart away and catch up like i'm still gonna be responsible i'm not gonna lock myself in the crib i'll be honest you know i i, I kind of took covid Harder than most, obviously, because I got my, my parents live with me and, and you know, we mm. worry about them. I didn't want to bring anything home. But traveling to New York, 
really like opened my eyes to like you there's ways to do this in a responsible way where you can go out sitting outdoors you space like like uh trey said you wear your mask you wash your hands like it's kind of crazy if, if niggas just listen we really don't have to give just up fucking our listen. Hey, just listen <laughs> bro this is very that, serious no i was just gonna say like when i see videos of people in dallas in Houston, in Atlanta, and in Scottsdale. Those are the four major cities I see. Like, <laughs> you in a club, packed. Not giving a fuck. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't tell fuck. me, like, you miss it that much? But you, at the same time, I mean, my thing is, where are the consequences? There haven't really been any consequences yeah. for those cities like Atlanta is not yeah, like New York Dallas I mean the cases the cases might be spiking but they haven't ended up like how New York was in March with the bodies April. got you, you know what I'm with saying? the bodies on so the truck so they looking at like whatever nigga I gotta get mine yeah. and, and yo they're going cr- like the f- I'm just like yo it's really like the only place on the planet where because I know people who have traveled to Germany, um, went to France, went to a couple of other places and was like, yo, it's basically shut down. Like, you can't really do, you can't go to the night spot or any of that stuff, right? So, like, yeah, nah, even the places that we were looking to, like, oh, they doing it right, yada, 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 they're not open, right? <laughs> and Houston and Atlanta and Scottsdale is just like... Bro, <laughs> what pandemic? Right. Like, what is like COVID never happened? No, you know what my thing is though. Right now, what I'm still trying to learn: going into a restaurant, wearing a mask for entrance, and then sitting at your table with the mask. Yeah, I haven't learned that yet. I mean, I'm comfortable with it. I mean, most I'm of the spots is outside. It, like, you know, like yeah. I, I haven't been to yeah. an indoor. In New York, they got a couple of spots that's indoor, like um, 25%. but it's you know it's thirty percent, yeah, capacity yeah. or whatever the yeah. hell it is. So like, there's people on one side and one side, but like, yo, I was in New York on Friday, um, walking to Soho from basically like LES, and bruh, it was forty four degrees, and these people was out on the streets, like at a table outside eating dinner. I was like, yo. Hey man, y'all catching my stay, stay safe. Dead dick. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Do what you need to do to protect you and yours. Son, at the end of the day, there is nothing that will take me to a restaurant in 25 degree weather in January and eat outside. That is just that cannot happen. Like with the wind chill and the craziness, like. I need to figure out this New York life soon, real soon. Yeah, I don't know how they're gonna do it. Y'all comfortable eating inside? I've, I've been to a few spots inside. I mean, I wouldn't be scared to eat inside. I, you know, if it was literally just I mean, 10 people. These motherfuckers know. wearing Alien 3 masks. <laughs> I'm talking about that nigga got a mask on with a shield. I think, and and <laughs> niggas don't even have a, um, you don't even touch menus no more, yeah. Jerv. You have to scan the shit with your phone. Shit, yeah. And a nigga sliding your food like you're in prison. Nigga, like, here. Yeah. <laughs> here. I'll, I'll be, I'll know. be, I'll, I'll be real. Like, Jerv, it's, it depends on the setup. If it's set up like, because I've seen that shit in, in Phoenix where it's set up like a restaurant. Like, ain't nothing happened. And I'm just like, nah, we, we're not doing that. That's different. We're not doing that. But if it's if it's empty, like, I've been, to, I've been, to, I've dined indoors in New York 
when they first opened. I went to Pergola opening night. Shout out to Pergola. And it was like they were regulating and they were turning tables around. Like, yo, you got to be in and out. You can't be there longer than like an hour and a half or an hour and 45 yeah, minutes or something like that. a lot like of that. spots doing that. Oh, so, okay. they, like, it, to, that's to me, that's what it all comes down to. If we're following regulations and doing stuff, then it's, it makes living life a lot more comfortable. It's when you go somewhere and they be like, come on, man. Like, I don't want to hook up. My dad used to always say this. You don't want to get the LASIK that costs $50. Nigga, that's LASIK. Like, you don't want yeah. the bargain one. They're fucking are shooting a laser in your eye. You want you, you don't want any deals on that. You want it to be as crisp as it can get, right? Same thing here. Like, I don't want you to be making, like, excuses or, or exceptions for me or for anyone, man. Like, I want to feel safe. And the safety comes... When you have people who follow the rules. Talking about erectile dysfunction, not easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like, I lost me mojo. Or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, honey, I had a long day at work. Or I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, those conversations aren't hard anymore. They're easy because with a healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, discreet. Getting started is real easy. Just go to GetRoman.com slash B-O-M and complete an online visit. ED used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional. Take care of it. Again, go to GetRoman.com slash B-O-M today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order. That's $1-5, $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash B-O-M. GetRoman.com slash B-O-M. By the way, I hate to do this to you, Jared, but oh, oh so y'all claiming him now? Who's him? Look at Jared Sherman. Now they're claiming him. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's brand new. That's brand, brand new. That's brand, brand new. That's super new. I, that's super we, new. We, 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 we Who's can't. next? Will Smith? <laughs> we always claim Will Smith, man. No, <laughs> we always claim yeah, Will Smith. Will, Not after bro. that, that nigga turned Y'all want to claim a nigga when he got on Instagram? Watch Even after nah, you saw bro. Hancock, you you still claim him? Hey, bro, he he's one. He's he, he, he made it, yo. He, he made it to the hey, nigga seen and after bro. Seen after Earth, nigga, after and Earth. flipped the switch on it. Yo, fuck yeah, after Earth. Trash and, movie, by the way. Fuck Zach Harper for picking that. We had to do that on Cinephobe. It is by far the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Easy call. Uh, Easy call, bro. But like, but like, it's all based on that Scientology shit, which brings us to a great segue to the new show that we're oh, watching man. called Seduced, oh, and it's man. about cults, or it's about a specific cult. And Waz, <laughs> you were the one that found it. You were the one that suggested it. I watched yeah. episode one with my cousin Amir, and I know this wasn't the intended uh emotion that they wanted but we <laughs> right. were dying laughing man yeah you know so okay so the full story i mean is that there's another um 
sort of documentary out here about the Nexium cult on HBO called The Vow. It's sort of like a um, Firefest doc sort of situation where there's two, not competing, but two different lenses to view the, um, the the sort of Nexium debacle. And HBO's, to be honest with you, is way slower, way more navel-gazy. It's just not, it doesn't move, move at the brisk pace that this joint on stars is moving. It's just way better on stars. Um, and so I'm watching, I'm halfway through the first episode, and I'm like, yo, I would love to hear what, specifically what Jerv and Trey and Amin think about this, just watching it. Because, like, again, I know our backgrounds, where we're from, the people who we were raised by and the people who we feel the most comfortable around and all of that stuff. So, I'm, you know, I watch it with just astonishment, um, just like, you know, I don't want to say, I want to say I tried, I, no, I tried not to judge these people, but there's certain times where it's hard to be like, yo, I can't. what the fuck when a dude, is wait, wrong yo, with you? Was, when a dude says... Is it wrong to rape a baby? I, I could present a pretty rapeable baby. I could make a baby. baby rapeable. A rapeable baby. I was like, <laughs> I, like I looked at, at, at Amir and we, we just died laughing. Like, what's a rapeable baby? It's like, is that when the onesie be cutting a little too much and you see it show a little ass cheek? Like, oh, I, I, man. Like, what's a rapeable baby oh, to this guy? Man. And so, it, it was, and so yeah, that, that's why I wanted y'all. That's why I wanted y'all to watch it because this dude is, he's, so, a, he's a sicko. You always suggest some like off the wall stuff that's normally good. Right. So like when I was like when I fired it up, I'm like, man, like it's it's I'm pressed for time. Let me see. And it actually went by quick. It did, yeah. But I was bugging out because I know I know Shorty from from um you know small oh, Smallville. Smallville. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Smallville, and then also Allison Mack. Yeah, Allison Mack, bro. And then also seeing the moms go and the how the whole shit was kind of swift. Right. But what was bugging me out, bro, was when homie was kissing everybody. <laughs> and Shorty was looking like, Shorty was looking like, yo, that don't look right. And they like, nah, you bugging. Right. So like, it means you haven't, nah, wait, you haven't I, evolved yet. If you, if you, you don't, yeah, you ain't even, cool. you ain't, you not you ain't, on our level. It's cool. Like, it's, what was the term they used for him? Vanguard. Uh, Vanguard. 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 <laughs> Yo, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you the part that me and Amir fuck. We had to pause because we were laughing so hard. <laughs> so, same scene that Trey's talking about where they're all lining up and literally this man kisses every woman on the lips, right? So it's like, oh, thank you. He kissed kiss. dudes on the mouth too. No, hold on, no, no, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. Because it's girl after girl, woman after right. woman after woman okay. after woman. And Amir says, do you got to do that for the dudes too? And I was like, nah, he's going to have some loophole. And then right then, the Asian homie comes up, yep. and the Asian homie goes for the kiss on the lips, and my man does the, oh, shit, you a dude, and at the last second, moves his face ever yeah, so slightly yeah. so he gets it right on the, on the side. I was like, that's slick right there, man. That, that nah, but if you watch the HBO joint, they show, because they cover this part of the cult, too, right. where it's like he greets everybody with a kiss on the mouth. Like, you won't see him, like, straight up, and eventually you're going to notice, like, he's a big, vo he's into volleyball. Just, like, weird-ass quirks about this dude. But, like, um, <laughs> on the HBO joint that called The Vow, our listeners can go check out the HBO joint. There's nine episodes up there, um, and you can watch that now. But, again, the stars, when they got three, three episodes up now, and it just moves at a more brisk pace. But the HBO one shows you all of that. Um, but, no, but one of the things that 
that killed me was like, yo, allegedly he's got a 240 IQ. He's a judo master. He's um he's a he's a uh he's a world-class pianist. He's I'm like, yo, no one person has ever been all of that. That would have been a red False. flag for me like, yo, False. bro, I need receipts, bro. False. Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren is like he has. I'm dead serious. Look, look it up. Dolph Lundgren has like a master's in chemical engineering and a black belt in jujitsu, and uh, he's also an actor. And he was in a rock band and shit like that. Well, shit, Dolph, I guess, I guess Dolph I Lundgren, need to, he needs to start a cult. So no. So that brings me to the next conversation me and Amir <laughs> had. Like, would you want to start a cult? And I said, no, because I don't think I can handle that many people being on my dick at the same time. Like, son, in the dumbest way possible. Like, son, it's just too much. It, it, it's too much. But, Jerv, what, what was your... I'm interested to know what was your favorite parts. What, what parts caught your eye as, as you were watching it? Because the first episode, like, they go right into it. So, I want to just tip my cap to you. I actually like this. It's, it's not bad. This is, this is definitely a good suggestion. I'm locked in, right? But um, I, I, I was kind of, I, I, like, when the mom's starting to realize there's red <laughs> flags, but she's just not doing shit about it. Like, I, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I don't, I mean, you know, I'm not trying to judge, but, like, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not understanding, right? But, Jerry, but, you know, those are the type of moms that send yeah, their kid to a Montessori. <laughs> right, Trey? <laughs> Sick, man. Don't be taking shots at my old workplace, man. Shouts to the Montessori kids and whatnot. Shouts to the kids, man. But, you know, we talking about the moms right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but like, on some real shit, like, I feel like... This is something that happens to white people a lot. I feel like the the level of kind of complexity your cult needs to be in order to attract black people to it, you got to be on some next shit. Like, you can't be on no... Because this shit felt mad basic. That's the thing that I didn't get. Like, this is such a basic con. Why are these people falling for it? How low is your self-esteem? Like, come on, man. But, you know... Like, you couldn't meet dudes for, like, how... They couldn't meet them for how long? Well, it's not that you couldn't meet them. They like, set it up so that until you pay... But until you take a certain amount of courses, which means you've <laughs> invested a certain amount of money, yeah. that's when Yo, you get to meet homie. And I was a, I was annoyed, bro, when he had the chapters performing for him Yo. for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas is putting on some bullshit. Oh, Niggas is in there. man. They had the New York <laughs> City. They had the Mexico. They had the... Every, every city had their own little theme for his little birthday. It was crazy, and but but the, the but the one thing I will say though, I mean, like we say that black people wouldn't fall for these type of cults, but he got his start in multi level marketing, aka yeah. pyramid schemes, pyramid in, schemes. in the nineties, yeah. and we all know plenty of black people that fell but for see, pyramid schemes. <laughs> black people love a pyramid scheme. They love a multi level marketing. The they love, they love like, a yo, get rich quick scheme. Yo, what is up with what is up with Forex, man? Because that was like I would see the commercials on like CNN at two it's in the gone. morning, and now it's what was like Forex? it's Fashion Nova. Forex is foreign exchange. It's dealing in, in foreign exchange markets. It's basically mm. investing in you know oh the, the yen is going up, and then like you put your okay. money in yen, and then but it's like again it was like a weird commercial you would see at two in the morning when you're watching CNN. Like, cause my dad will like leave the TV on CNN and fall asleep 
And so I'll see it and I'll see these commercials. And I'm like, that just that, like anything where you can make a shit ton of money, they're not advertising for it. They're not doing a commercial for right. get this money, right? <laughs> it's right. why I think all self help is bullshit because <laughs> like you don't it, it wouldn't if you could help people, you wouldn't charge them for it, right? And if you can make a lot of money, you're not gonna invite other people to, to make a it. lot of money with you. You would just keep making money. For or yourself. recruit them quietly, right? Like 100%. you wouldn't put a t- a TV ad. So but Forex now, all of a sudden, it's like Fashion Nova, where I'm just like, why the fuck are all these black women on Instagram talking about Forex? <laughs> and 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 Waz, you're absolutely right. Like black people don't fall for cults, but they fall for a multi level marketing oh, scheme. Man, a hundred hey, times my, over. Hey man, my cousin <laughs> took me to a multi level marketing scheme meeting, man, and, and I still ain't get my apology for that shit, man. <laughs> it was some type of antioxidant juice. I forget the name of the damn juice. It was it was some type of drink that was supposed to change lives. I was like, all right, I'll cop a couple cases off you, son. What's good? Nah, you gotta join the program. You, join. you don't cop you join the, the program. You gotta join the program to get other people to cop cases and join right. the album. And I'm like, yo. And you man. make money off of them every time they. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, how does that make Bro, sense? The worst shit do, do, uh, I did. Timeshares fall under this. The worst shit I did was. Um, What's that shit called? It started with Prime America. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, my Prime God. Prime America's pyramid scheme? My college roommate, was, he was Haitian and he was in the Prime America. Bro, my roommate, I mean, not my roommate, my weed dealer, bro, <laughs> at the time, had quit his job, family, and became at the Prime America. He still was hustling on the side. He was doing the Prime America. I went to one little thing, family, and <laughs> I'm like, hey, nah, y'all not about to give bro, me with this and, shit, and bro. It, oh, so I'm, I, oh, sorry, I, go ahead, Trey. No, have, have y'all, because I... No, nah, just basically like... He bet a million. He he tried to tell me, introduce me to the quote unquote millionaire. Yep. Interest. Yep. And I was just like, <laughs> so I'm like, all right, the nigga got the million dollar. He got the million dollar watch, or whatever the shit they give you when you become a millionaire. He's like, yeah, you see all these, all this dude, this dude Jeff, he's a millionaire. This dude Carlos, he's a millionaire. I'm telling you, in ten years, I'm gonna be a millionaire. So I I follow homie on Facebook, bro, and it's been ten years. <laughs> And they gave no. me there. <laughs> no, somehow it didn't work hey, out. Man, bro, like, I listen, you're not about to get me out here selling insurance to nobody, bro. I think it's life insurance. Or yeah, yeah, like it that. is. It's, it's life insurance. And, I'm and cool. it's crazy. Shout out to people. Shout out to people that like 100% commission and, and, and can bust their ass like that. But I'm cool. I did that shit selling um, cable installs. That was my first job out of college um, after I was done hooping. I went to uh, this place called Tag in Culver City, bro. I had to catch the bus. I had to catch the bus through Sloss and through Six O, just to go here to Culver City, bro. And they were dropping us off, nigga, like Call of Duty, nigga, <laughs> on a map. And he said, "Trade, <laughs> you're going to Compton." I said, "Why? I live in Compton. I know <laughs> niggas got sick. bad credit, bro. Why? I'm not about to do this shit." <laughs> so they said, "Okay, if you're not comfortable going to Compton, we're gonna send you to Torrance. Now in Torrance, you can't solicit." Wow. Bro, I got arrested. Oh my god. I got arrested for going into somebody's So date. it was the, the, you know what? I did this shit before too, Trey, like for a day where you go up and you try to sign people. I think it was for Verizon. It was Fios, but the company that hires you is not Fios. Right. It's, it's a like third a third party. It's a third party, like, bro. Yeah, and I was lying this. to people. Once I found out that I was lying to people, because I was like, yo, hey, your name's John Gervais. How you doing? 
You know, um, you're here on my lead list. Have you ever had AT&T? So I'm, I'm trying to get you. you like, nah, nigga, I got Verizon. Nigga, I got AT&T. I'm like, well, how much do you pay? He's like, nigga, that's personal at the door. I'm like, well, can you just tell me, man, I'm trying to help you save some money. But I'm in a suit. It's like 95 degrees. Nigga, somebody got a loose-ass pit bull in the yard. I'm like, can you get your pit? Bro, like, let, niggas let me in their house, bro. I'm lying to niggas, telling niggas, like, yo, our grandfather, your rates. Like, I didn't even know. This is just, they gave me a whole script to sell, nigga. I get back to the office. I'm ringing a bell because I got two closes. The ABC always be closing. I'm thinking I'm the nigga. Niggas canceling on me. They deduct that shit from your future check. Oh, my goodness. Because you get paid every week. I'm stressed, How long did you nigga, do that I'm thinking, like, bro, I did that shit for four months. Cause I needed, I it was money, bro. Like I was killing after bread. a while. Nah, like, of course, of course. I'm like, damn, I'm selling. So it was um, AT and T, UVerse. That's what it was when UVerse yeah. first hit the scene, and the competitor was Cox because Cox was in San Diego and Phoenix. So they was like in L A. You know, Files had just hit the scene too. So niggas competing with Files. We telling niggas about the fiber optics. And like, yeah, you know, the fiber optics is overrated, you know, and this and that. And niggas is letting me bar them up. But it helped me. It helped me understand that I could sell fucking anything to anybody at that point. Like, okay, my bars is up. Cause I was like, yo. And I had, I had, uh, I used to do a ride along with this Jewish cat, my man Ben. Bro, he would be, um, he would wear his little yarmulke, right, family? And then during, I think it was Eid, one of the holidays, he could not listen to music, bro. This man had us listening to sports radio. <laughs> like, <laughs> he like, yo. And then he called our team like sharks. So he like, yo, we sharks, we kill, you know? We out here, we go flood. He, he really hyping me up, though. But Ben was like a, like a cool dude. And by the time I, he quit, like a week before I quit, bro, and I like linked up with him on Facebook and he started selling jewelry and shit. He was icy though. He was a cool dude. But yeah, yeah that but, was my but first the, job at 26. But but the but the but the good but the thing about it, Trey, is that nobody ever made you kiss them on the mouth or call them oh, Vanguard. No. You oh know? no. Oh no. But yeah, so I, I, I started watching the HBO joint and of course because like when they get deeper into what he was talking people into doing it's, it's going to get even crazier than what y'all saw already and I was just like yo this is this is wild and so once I seen um, stars had their own joint I was like yeah I'm watching this too because this is like this is right up my alley good times man I look. I'm. 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 I'm waiting to see what co- goes next. I wanted to watch the next one, but I didn't have time. But I, I'm. I'm definitely gonna catch up with this. I hope everybody else is watching too. Uh, let's switch gears to uh, another great show, which is Good Lord Bird, the show about John Brown, the abolitionist. In this episode, it starts with uh, <laughs> Frederick Douglass talking about how he loves the camera, <laughs> and the camera loves me. And I like, I won't lie, like, I know it's, I know it's embellished, but I kind of wanted some of those quotes to be true, man. Just the way that nigga was talking was, had me laughing, Oh, for sure. And I think what they were trying to show us is, like, he was the first nigga addicted to selfies. Like right. that's, that's basically what, 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 what they was trying to tell you. Like, this dude, he, he loved taking pictures. He loved seeing himself on, you know, 
in the in the still photos, like he he was just ahead of his time, understanding how powerful that shit was, and that's why right. we do have great pictures of the dude. You know what I'm saying? Like he was yeah. prominent enough in society to have his picture taken mad times, and we actually know what this dude looks like, which is dope. Yeah, uh, Onion. Meanwhile, is is paired with is a coop. Is that the dude's name? Where they got yes, they've got is it Cook coop. or is it Yo, Coop? Fuck. I think it was Coop. I think it was Coop. Fuck that dude, though. Yeah, he's yeah. a pussy monster, He was, he was all about the pussy, first it's of all. too much, right. man. We and all got that homie, to, by the way. Yes. And he tried to sign <laughs> my man. He had Onion out here just wild for the pussy. You, you yeah. know what it reminded me of? Kevin Hart and Paper Soldiers. <laughs> when he was trying to pop at uh, Stacey Dash. And my nigga was like, yeah, man, I just bought this club. I own all this. And she's like, oh, yeah, my cousin owns this. And Dick was like, man, I ain't ordered that drink. <laughs> That's how my nigga was, bro. When, when he was all flexed up. Listen, he was capped the fuck up until Super. John Brown pulled up. Super. John Brown pulled up everything. And John I, Brown smell of sex on him and everything. Onion, Onion saved his ass. Because yeah, he was laid up. Real. He was laid up with the girl. Onion could have been like, here you go. Go get him. But, like, he saved his ass despite... That motherfucker like really fucking sold him out. Um, I I wanted to ask: Do any of you guys have a story like that, where you either got sold out for some pussy or you sold somebody out for some pussy? I got I got sold out. I mean, I'm oh. sure I've been sold up the river tr- trillions of times. But I told I told a story on here before where I had to dirty Mac a homie. He was, you know, he was false claiming, false cuffing a shorty, and I, and I and I downed him. I was like, that's not your boyfriend. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's crazy. Bro. Like you, can, like like son son was calling every single shorty his girl, and so the shorty was like, yo, I want to pop with you, but I, I'm being faithful to my man, and I'm just like, yo, fam, well, like, first of all, okay, what I did was wrong. That's against the rules. It's a bad thing, and I feel, I don't feel bad about it, but I shouldn't have did it, but at the same time, like, that whole underhand cuffing, like, literally claiming every single shorty so that everybody has to be like, or it, even if you don't claim the shorty, you be like, Oh, that's my sister type shit. Like, that's underhanded false cuffing too. Like, stop telling these girls they're your girl, fam. Like, j- just pop so we can all just move on with our lives. We, we call it <laughs> we call it crabbing, man. But overall, and I know I'm not a gangbanger. If you're a crip, don't get offended. But anyway, <laughs> crabbing, my man told me like, yo, this was like 0809. He like, Yo, shorty a pop, don't feel her. Cause I was on her, like this chick. I'm like, yo, she's tough. Yada yada yada. He's like, yo, she's a slide. Like, don't, don't, don't fall for it. My man, I, I flew back to the crib because I was kicking it with him. I flew back to the crib. My nigga wife, sir. Wife, what? sir. After Is giving it- me the bad advice, <laughs> fam. Just didn't want me to just pop at it. I'm just like, ah. I just really, I really was not feeling that at all, my nigga. And then, Rob, bossing over. <laughs> she pop, she slide. Don't fuck with her. Don't fuck with her. No. And I'm hot because niggas is rolling with the money they like. I was hot. I was hot. And we're back. And but we're I, yeah, I was 38 hot. 
I was 38 hot on that. Oh, man. But anyways, so... <laughs> Jeremiah hate embarrassing me. I cannot... Listen, you dunk on me. Listen, you you knock me out, bro. I'm coming back with a gun. No. I'll take that now. I cannot like, hate hey, you next You like, uh, like Avon Barksdale in, in Above the Rim? Bro, <laughs> nigga, don't yell no world star. None of that shit, bro. I will come back with the blicky and lay the whole fucking block down, nigga. You're not getting that win, that, that social win on me, bro. Yo, I can't uh, handle it. Don't embarrass does, me. Does uh, Does anyone have anything else, or, or do we, we, should we end it here? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think the crazy thing about uh, the episode and just the last two episodes, really, is... It's just how foolhardy and delusional and crazy the plan is, John Brown is. Like, the dude is out of his mind, right? And it's so crazy because it's like, (laughs) it shows you that for for a a white dude to be that morally righteous, he literally has to be an insane person. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like the message to me. Like, for you to actually have been white and been that morally opposed to slavery in that time, you had to be crazy to actually follow the courage of your convictions and, and do what this dude did. He was a freaking madman. Yo, it, it, the, the scene where, uh, him and, and Frederick Douglass are talking and he's like, this is a plan. And Frederick Douglass is like, this is a terrible plan. (laughs) Is that you came up with? It's like, I did, I said it should happen. I didn't say it could happen. (laughs) Like it was that, that whole exchange of, like Frederick Douglass, like yeah, I was just fucking talking. I didn't, I didn't mean it seriously. And John Brown was like, but I made, I came up with this whole plan. That and every time they're trying to pitch the plan to other people, and they always, you know, at some point the person who's getting pitched. By the way, shout out to Orlando Jones, who's uh, who's in this episode. Yeah, he killed yeah. that. They said, how, how many y'all got? They're like sixteen, and they're like, nigga, what? <laughs> You're talking about like. Like a full on, like a full on war, and you've got less than twenty people. That's not even enough. What he said, that's not enough to. Oh, I can't remember what he said, but it's it, that's that's the part I always laugh at. It's a really funny show. Like it's it's well written in that it can be moving and like dramatic and also retain a sense of humor. And I think that that's why I really like that show. I hope it wins a bunch of awards. I thought they did. They killed it. Everyone in that show does a great job. Even the kid was. I know last time you were on, you were like, it's held back by the kid. But he's good, man. He, he's he's really doing a good job. He's not terrible. He's not. He's not. He's not. Obviously, but he's it not. it is a huge. He's carrying a huge burden yes. is what I'm yes. saying. Like, it's a lot to shoulder to carry this show. Like, the weight of the material and, and you know, the difficulty of speaking in a dialect that obviously... This kid has never right. heard people speaking. He wasn't a slave in the 1880s or 1850s or whenever the show was taken. Like, it's a lot to ask him, Yo, is what the, I'm saying. The scene where, you know, and he's a young kid. He's doing his best. The scene where my man says, you look different. He said, what you mean? I don't know. Uglier? Older? Uglier? <laughs> it, it's hard to tell with that dress. <laughs> By the way, that homie looks just like Ryan Clark. He does. He looks like Ryan Clark, <laughs> and he looks like Supreme. Uh... The kid uh, who does the videos on uh, on Instagram. What's his name? Like Supreme Team One or whatever. What's his name? Y'all know who I'm talking about. He does a lot of videos like the Lakers locker room after that loss. And he he's LeBron. He walks in. He's like, Danny Green, what the fuck are you doing, man? He, oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. That homie's yeah. great. 
by the way. <laughs> That's the dude that did the um the pool walked up to the club and it was like, yo, don't worry, my barber's here. Yeah. Like he said, Oh, you ain't got the right hairline. He's like, Oh yeah, I got the barber. He yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I they did a, a Halloween one that I, I watched on YouTube today. It was actually pretty funny. <laughs> but uh but yeah, shout out to that dude. Shout out to Good Lord Bird. Shout out to everybody who's uh supporting the podcast. If you're not a Patreon, patreon.com slash count the things. We give you exclusive content like we did last week. Uh, but uh, if not, even if you're not, thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, for Black Trey, for Big Waz, for Big Derv, for Rob Lopez on production, I'm Amino Hassan. Vote tomorrow or today or whenever you listen to this. Listen to this while you go vote, and hopefully we won't have a purge. We'll talk to you next Monday. Or will we? <laughs>